1: You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded at our studio in the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin.
2: My name is Sharon Quinn. I'm a mum of three with my own business. With the busy lifestyle, I've always struggled to maintain a healthy sleeping pattern. Another mum introduced me to CBD oil and over the last 18 months, I've seen a massive improvement and I'd highly recommend it to friends and family.
1: And if you would like to get your hands on some quality CBD oil, our show spot. Sponsors, Hemp Heroes have given us a really special offer for our Opinions Matter listeners. You can get a 10% discount off all CBD products on their website. Hemp Heroes have a fantastic range of CBD products for both humans and pets made in Ireland. So if you've a, a hyper dog... Well, some CBD oil might chill them out a little bit. Um, All you do is visit their website, hempheroes.ie. Then you go through the website to find what uh, you're looking for for yourself and maybe your dog. And at checkout, if you use the promo code Relax. 10, you'll get a 10% discount off all CBD products and free delivery for orders over €54. You can do that over and over again as much as you like. So once again, you go to hempheroes.ie, find whatever it is you're looking for, and at checkout, use the promo code relax Ten and you will get a 10% uh, discount straight away and our sincere thanks to hempheroes.ie for being uh, one of our latest sponsors of
3: the Opinions Matter podcast now we also want to give a shout out to uh, another one of our show sponsors and again this is a sponsor that we're proud to have on board because Safe is a new book by mother and daughter team uh, Priscilla and Amy Granger they are behind the uh, fantastic uh, group Stop Domestic Violence in Ireland and they help victims of domestic abuse both male and female and now for the first time the duo who themselves experienced domestic violence have put their harrowing story down on paper and it is called safe it's a book by uh, journalist shane doran and the book is a must read it really is and um if you want to read their inspiring first-hand story of how they escaped domestic violence visit their website safe-thebook.ie where you can purchase your copy in either paperback format or in ebook format because some people still read books on uh, ebooks. So if you want to uh, order the book and I would highly recommend it it is a, it's a tough read, but it's an important read as well. Um, Go to safe-thebook.ie where you can purchase that book. And thank you um, to those guys for sponsoring this edition of Opinions Matter. So what do we want to talk about on this
1: latest Opinions Matter podcast? A press release was issued yesterday and it headlines Blockade of Dublin Port Schedule and Plan Going Forward and uh, this was uh, issued by the East Wall Protest Committee they sent it out yesterday in the names uh, Nigel Murphy and Malachi Steenson et al which means and the rest of us and what they say in their um, uh, press release is that we successfully blocked the port tunnel entrance into uh, East Wall backing commuter and commercial traffic all the way back onto the M50 and beyond this was they say a resounding success And we would like to extend our gratitude to those who showed up yesterday evening to block the port. Uh, This was issued yesterday, by the way. Um, anyway they want to say that their protest will continue every Monday, Wednesday and Friday until further notice or until the provision centre housing refugees at the old ESB building is closed down. They say in their message this is just a small taste of what's to come protests will escalate nationwide if this government does not close this centre in its entirety and it goes on and on on and on about how um, they are asking people to take to the streets. Uh, do not stand on ceremony. Anyway, they're, they're basically saying we're not uh, finished with these protests. We are going to continue these protests until um, the government shut down that reception centre for uh, refugees at East Walls. So, uh, Jeremy, your reaction to that?
3: Here, by my experience, and I've, we've been dealing with people with protested and. For years, and here, by my experience, here's what happens. When you hold a protest, yeah, that upsets or puts people uh, out of business or makes people late for appointments or late for work, you lose public support, okay? And we put this up an hour ago on our Facebook page, and we said, do you support these upcoming um, protests? But it's not really a protest, it's a, it's basically a... a Causing gridlock Isn't that yeah, what it is uh, like yeah, it's, a, literally. it's a lockdown That's what they're willing to do Now It's very easy For all of you To say I support I support them 100% I support them 100% When you live in Blanchestown Or Fingus And you're not affected By this at all Uh, And that's what I mean If you're not affected by this If you're not affected by What's going to happen with these And by the way This is going to affect the traffic All over the city It'll have a knock on effect Okay Yeah of course Um, So if you're If you don't do anything You sit on your arse all day And you don't have a job Yeah Obviously you're going to support them Because this isn't going to affect you But if you have to drop the kids to school In the morning If you're going to be anywhere near uh, The port and you're going to be stuck in that traffic, then it does affect you. So it's very easy for people to say on Facebook, support them 100%, 100%. Here's my Irish flag. Support them, support them. The country's a joke. The country's a joke. Very easy for you to say. But for the people who will be affected, I'll be affected by this because... I drive by there uh, twice a day three times a day actually and uh, I don't support that idea so I'm going okay, well f- to the hang
1: on the residents aren't happy with this uh, centre in the old ESB so building as you've seen hundreds of people turning out every time they have a protest yeah. they're really pissed off over the fact that the people so were why, moved why, in why there
3: his, why hit the everyday uh, people? because it gets attention no it doesn't it we're it, talking it, about it it, aren't pushes, we? it p- pisses people off in the same way to all of you people who think this protest is the right way to go about it how would you feel And I'll put this question to every single one of you. How would you feel if you were going on holidays next week, yeah, Mm -hmm. and you were sitting on the plane about to take off, and then there was one of these climate change activists lying down in front of the runway and you couldn't take off and go on holidays. How would you feel about that? Yeah, you'd be annoyed. Oh, you'd be, they'd be the very same people who'd be pissed off. I couldn't go on holidays. Hardly a comparison. Well, it is a very, it's, no, it is because it's all about protests that upset the general public. The best way to keep the public on your side is not to piss them off. And this is going to piss them off. 085-825-2626 is our
1: uh, WhatsApp number if you would like to get involved in this conversation. In fact, let's kick it off with a WhatsApp that we got from David.
4: How are you, Jeremy? Just sick to death with this bloody um, East Wall protesting that's going on. Keep hearing about it left, right and centre and it's the same people over and over and over again all claiming the dole, no jobs to be going to but they're all happy enough to sit online on Facebook and be racist against any any refugees or asylum seekers coming into the country. Yet when Irish people were forced to emigrate to the US, Canada, Australia, we were all let in with open arms, no issues, but when the shoe's on their foot, their foot, then it's a different story. And little do these people know that these refugees and asylum seekers were already vetted before they were moved up to East Wall, and they came up from the country, up to Dublin. So I don't know where they're getting all this far-right propaganda stuff from, I think they're better off going out and looking for a job to be honest with you and they're out there blocking the road as well for decent people that have jobs to get to that's going to have no effect on the government whatsoever they're there protesting and trying to block a private company making money what the hell does that have to do with the government they have having a brain or a leaving between a lot of them thanks anyway
1: all right thank you very much indeed david for uh, your message if you'd like to get involved in this conversation our number is 085-825-2626. As I said, a press release has been issued to say uh, that the protests which saw the blocking of the Port Tunnel the other day will continue every Monday, Wednesday and Friday until further notice or until the provision centre is shut down. This, of course, is that uh, former ESB building. Uh, Malachi Steenson is one of the people who signed this letter on behalf of the East Wall Protest Committee. Um, Maliki, every Monday, Wednesday and Friday until further notice, you're obviously not getting your way then.
5: Well, we will be getting our way. And the fact that we're even discussing this um, 10 days after this um, issue arose shows that we're getting our way. Um, and just in relation to your, your caller there just a second ago, I'm very well educated and I'm in work as are most of the people in East Wall. So this nonsense um, of of people hanging around and nothing else to do, you know, isn't correct.
1: OK, let's let's just look at the protests themselves. And on Monday, uh, you were out and you blocked the port tunnel. Is that the plan for every Monday, Wednesday and Friday?
5: Well, uh, there will be some action every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at this point. Um, I'm not going to be specific on whether it's blocking the port tunnel or blocking somewhere else or what that action might be.
1: Okay, but there will be there will be an action. action every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, yeah. and you say that um, well, you you apologise, you send your deepest apologies to those affected by uh, delays and traffic
5: backlog, uh, yet you're still going to do it. Well, you see, d- d- this is not in our hands. This is in the hands of the government and people. Well, no, be... no, no. It's
1: in your hands hold as well. On, in that you're, you're the ones actually blocking the traffic.
5: Yes, but we wouldn't be out there, and all of us have better things to be doing than go, going out and having to campaign for our community and to ensure that the community stays the way it is. So the, the people who are delayed in traffic, and I'm often delayed in traffic because of the different things myself, and I know what it's like, but we have contained that to, to a relatively short amount of time. We The protests go from 5, from five o'clock to 6 o'clock. On Monday about... 40 minutes of that was just in relation to blocking the tunnel. Now, I mean, the answer is in, in the hands of the government. We have been ignored effectively by the political class in this constituency and this community. We have been told what to do by them. You know, we've been told by Mihal Martin that we're acting um, in the interests of uh, Putin. This app has nothing to do with Ukraine. There are no Ukrainian refugees gone in there. There are asylum seekers gone in there, many of them coming from, um, straight from the UK. Okay, what, one, one, of, one of
1: the arguments here is, Maliki, that um, this state is under such pressure with the amount of uh, both refugees and asylum seekers coming into the country over recent months that um, emergency measures have to be taken.
5: Well, this state is under immense pressure because it's put itself under immense pressure. In fact, it's the people in the country who are under pressure, and that pressure is being piled on by the government that we have in power, and the whole political class that backed them up, and the whole NGO, uh, NGO sector. And it's not sustainable to continue to put pressure on the health service, on the housing lists, and on every other aspect of society, you know a time has got, has to come when the government says okay we 're going to knock this policy on the head and it 's not just me saying that, and, and our community has been laughed at and ridiculed, defamed and since Friday since since effectively okay, last. But one of the issue,
1: one of the issues that uh, that there's been a lot of criticism over and you're well aware of this and in fact when we spoke to you on this podcast uh, nearly two weeks ago uh, this was pointed out at that stage and that is that your protest and similar protests all over the country one in Wicklow recently are being hijacked by far-right political groupings and people with far-right leanings you know that well, I of know that you, I
5: don't accept that right well, no. then, well, then, okay well hang
1: on hang on if Hold you, do, on. If you the, the don't accept on that if you, the, the hang on, you Maliki, if you don't accept that why does your uh press release say some of this support has come from political entities and although we welcome this support we must insist we move forward with the wishes of the people of east wall and keep the protest free from political opportunism and sabotage
5: in other words yes, you, you know this, this has happened yeah. We've said that, um, and our protests have been separate to any other group's protests. But let me say this, you see, you, you, the, the people that you accuse of being on the far right, there would be no need for anybody to be out protesting if the government wasn't trying to force this in on people. Now, it, it, our Fianna Fall now on the far right, because Kyle Crowley, their TD, TD down in Clare on Morning Ireland today, said the very same thing that I'm saying. Matty McGrand the doll yesterday said the very same thing. Sharon. OK, but... OK, debate. OK, but Matty, you know... That that there, there, hold on, Senator. Craigwell raised the issue of 40% of asylum applications losing their passport between the time they get on the plane and get off. That is not I'm, 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 I'm aware of all of
1: those issues. Thing. but OK, let me just deal specifically with the centre in Eastwall in that old... Uh, that former ESB building. It's not an old building. It's a former ESB building. It's a relatively new it's building. It's a relatively new it's building.
5: Relatively and new and building. The building. The OK. ESB only rented it for a short period let let, let me
1: ask you then you want this shut down immediately you met with uh, two government ministers last week Pascal Donoghue and Roderick O'Gorman you obviously didn't get your way with them
5: Oh, we told them we will get our way we told them what we wanted, so it wasn't a debate. It was a frank discussion where we set out what our objectives were. Okay, Malachi, Of course, they. Of course, they weren't going to c- succeed. Okay, Maliki. Can I? But they will. Malachi,
3: can I ask you a question? Those um, asylum seekers were moved. I think they're three weeks there now on that particular site. Uh, up, no, they're
5: only there since Friday week.
3: Well, two weeks. Okay, um, just opposite the garage there. They're just
5: over a week, actually. We're not, we're only into the second week. Okay,
3: but how how has the life of the residents around there being negatively affected since uh, those asylum seekers were moved in? Like, has... But well, them- you see, that's not... No, but it's a fair... No but it's, no, but it's a fair question, Malachie. No, a, no, okay, no answer because... Okay, yeah, no, I'll that. because... And I'll tell you why I'm asking the question, because, you know, if they're out protesting, they obviously feel that something is going to happen. They, 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 we were speaking to people the last time they said their children weren't safe, they wouldn't be, let their daughters out and nonsense like that. And I'm asking after...
5: Well, the, I, those are genuine fears within, within the community. OK, okay the, but let him ask his
3: question. Let me ask you the question. What, how, has the lo- how have the lives of the people in East Wall been negatively affected in the last seven days?
5: Well, I mean, you have all that fear and terror that you've just described, right. but this is not something that's going to impact today. The, the intention, as it stands, there's about 100 single males in there. They intend to bring in 400 people into that building. That ha- does have an impact on a population of 4,000. And right through the inner city, there's a far greater percentage of um asylum seekers. There's there's virtually no Ukrainians in the North Inner City. They're everything else because they've moved any Ukrainians, for instance, that were in the address out so they could accommodate international protection applicants, who are mainly coming from not from war and terror, but they're economic migrants. They're okay, n- com- let me ask you they're them coming uh, from uh, countries where there are no wars. Okay, the war I mean uh, 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 twenty three uh, years okay, ago. Okay,
1: again this is a side issue but to sorry, the you, to the use of this building in uh, East Wall. But sorry the answer
5: to my not a side to, issue. The, the question is it, can this com- our community and the wider country sustain um, and okay, this? but the answer to
3: my the answer to my question is nothing has happened in the last week that would concern the residents. I mean, women haven't been snatched off the streets and thrown into the back no, of cars well, or that no, well,
5: no? No, it's a fair question. No, because the people haven't in general been out of the building. You
3: say that your
1: protest is demanding the immediate closure of that centre. OK, there are a couple of hundred people in there who are refugees or asylum seekers. Uh, what there happened- are not
5: refugees. There are no uh, refugees uh, in okay. there. OK, asylum, asylum seekers. seekers. OK, fine. To- and, uh, fine there's fine, a very fine. clear right.
1: OK. There's a very clear difference. Asylum seekers. What happens to those people if your demand is met and the centre is uh, immediately shut down? Where do they go? Anywhere? Well, there.
5: Firstly, firstly, any, well, that's a matter for the government, right? And that, they'd be rejected in any other community. What happened, and, you know, you need to come into the real world. What's happening is that people are coming in here from countries which don't have a direct flight to this country. You cannot come in here from Somalia without landing in Paris or Amsterdam or London. That is, under under European legislation, under the Dublin Convention, that's where you apply for asylum. The, anybody that we have spoke to who's staying in that building have come directly from li- London. One man told us how he'd lived in London for the past five years and was walking away there. And he came over here because... Okay, but, but, but again, said, Maliki, Maliki, uh, uh, Hang on, hang on. have a house in four months. Okay, ma- four Maliki, uh,
1: d- uh, so this is a much broader conversation than just shut down uh, the, uh, e- the building the former ESP building. It's a, b- a much bigger conversation but that's of course not it is but that's not part of your uh, demand in, in the uh, press release.
5: Hold well, on, in, in the press release, we're talking about specifically East Wall. That's where our focus is. This will pan out, as you know, and this is what the government is afraid of: that communities up and down the country are looking at East Wall and are saying, this is happening here too. People in, in Wicklow, people in Carlingford are already out protesting, and right around the country, people are standing up and saying, enough is enough.
1: Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please, Malachi. I... It's Ireland's
0: most talked-about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy.
1: Anthony, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Anthony? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Anthony. What did you want to say?
6: Well, I see, Maliki is... Groups, plans to block the roads, all that. They don't you know, see what's happening in the UK with those just up oil idiots who are blocking the road to protest and they turn the people against them. What you are going to do, you is going to have angry drivers dragging your people off the road. Or, God forbid somebody try to run you people over because you're blocking the road. And you won't acknowledge that you're getting support from the far-right racist scum Maliki at those protests. You're getting the support of racists and fascism. The fact that you won't acknowledge it you means you're part of the problem. Heck, you're probably a racist as well, Maliki.
1: No, you can't. You uh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to let you say anything Anything of that sort. Uh, this well, is a, in a, an upstanding member of me. the community. Let me, uh, well, uh, let's me. let just deal with the. And in fact, even in your press release, you, you apologize to motorists that were uh, put out by your protests. All you're going to do is turn people against you. This is the point oh. that, uh, that Anthony is making. All you well, I, I, turn I don't people think against so. you
5: I think and certainly if you look on social media um, the, the response to what we've done isn't, is exactly the opposite I know but my, po- my point at the
3: start Malik, which you may have missed I said because we put this up on our social media page as well and everybody was saying they support you 100% and my question to those people uh, was if you live in Finglas and you work in Blanchardstown you're not going to be affected by this and it's very easy to support something that's not affecting your life directly and I would put it to you that anybody, and this is going to affect me because I work down that neck of the woods and I drive along there, this is going to affect anybody that works or commutes through the city centre. So it's very easy, as I said, for, for Charlene, who lives in Carlow, um, to say, I support you 100%, you should be out every day. Charlene from Carlo isn't going to be affected in any negative way by these protests.
5: Yes, well, people should direct their anger at the government and demand an end to this policy.
3: But you're the
1: ones that are going to cause the traffic disruption, not the government. No,
5: the government, the government has caused this problem. It's. Hang on, a, and Rod- Roderick and Pascal
1: aren't going to be standing blocking the uh, the poor They have
5: caused this problem, and people traditionally in Ireland maybe we should actually be be more um, like the French and protest in a real way and actually shut the country down, which is
1: what happens in France. OK, but let's take this to the next level. Part of your uh, what you're looking for is the closure of uh, this building immediately and the asylum seekers moved out and moved out of uh, the East Wall area. But you're also uh, linking up with uh, similar protests happening in other parts of, of the, the country. Um, what is your ultimate aim here, Maliki? Why have you uh, put your reputation on the line for... For this?
5: Well, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I've put my reputation on the line, but as you know me, Adrian, um, I'm not behind the door and making my opinion known on many subjects. Um, so, my re- reputation will be intact at the end of this, despite the media's attempts to, to um, paint me, and even your other caller there paint me as something that I'm not. People know my position on things. Okay, and, and, you and, and, know, and,
1: and I'd like, like you said, I've, I've, I've spoken to you for many years, but there is a, a real risk and a, a, you're obviously very concerned about it because you mentioned it in your own uh, press release. There is a real risk that what you're doing is being, as, and I'll say it again, hijacked by uh, groups that just protest about absolutely everything. When when COVID was around, they were all protesting about that and now it's moved on to asylum seekers. That you're aligning yourself, whether intentionally or not, with groups that are of a far-right mindset.
5: Well, you see, the, log- the logic of what you're saying then is that because the left decides... and and the political class decides that something shouldn't be discussed or or debated, that ordinary decent people like the people in East Wall should stay at home and ignore it on the basis that somebody who the government doesn't like or who we particularly don't like will come out and protest about it. That is not democracy. We will have our protest so that people can do what they want. Okay,
1: so let let me ask you then, your ultimate aim, you you involving yourself in this campaign, is your ultimate aim to stop asylum seekers coming into the country? Is your ultimate aim, as, as that meme uh, that's been going around for the last couple of weeks, a map of Ireland with fuck off, we're full, uh, written across it, it's, is that your uh, motivation here?
5: Unfortunately, our immediate intention is to get the premises in East Wall shut down. Other communities around the country will follow, but you have to come to a point where you say that, and, and they keep telling us about the green agenda and sustainability, the country cannot sustain this. Continually, If we had an infrastructure that was up and running and fit for purpose, if the health service actually worked, if we didn't have a million people on waiting lists for hospital appointments, 100,000 children waiting on mental health assessments, children getting their chemotherapy refused, the HSE, we're told today, needs another 1.6 billion to, to just survive. You know, there, there's something fun with the whole housing problem, and we have problems in any... Okay, so, uh, so then, Ma- Ma- Ma-
1: Malachi, your ultimate motivation is... Ireland is full enough.
5: No, my my ultimate motivation is to ensure that this country is run in the best interests of its people. That has always been my objective Okay, right Malibu, throughout my life. No, and not, you cannot continue to, to create a bigger problem unless you get, if we have all the resources in this country up and running and the infrastructure is there, then there is no problem. In, in increasing the population. You oh. cannot Malachi, the population. I, I, I
1: just want to quote yeah. one line out of your press release yesterday, and it says, the people of East Wall have heard harrowing stories from all over Ireland of similar situations. What are these harrowing stories?
5: Well, well the, the initial part of it would be that the government is identifying properties, mainly commercial properties at this point, and just populating them with asylum seekers in the most most cases they're generally not putting ukrainians into these type of facilities and there is no and we keep being told about they have a moral and legal obligation you know in relation to east wall they were prepared to openly flout the planning laws and break them so you know we're we're told that the european law european law says that we have to um, accept whatever amount of asylum seekers come to the borders, those were all opt-in. So if you can opt into something, you can opt out of it. Mm, Okay. all of these these issues, hold on, we're told about the moral right. The government in this country has a moral right to its own citizens before it has a, a moral right to look after anybody okay. else, and that's the reality. One final, one final,
3: qu- one final question for you, Maliki, um That Adrian m- briefly mentioned there a few minutes ago. And um, these protests, uh, which are going to happen, and fair enough, they will happen. There's nothing going to stop that now. If, and I have reason to believe that they will, there are certain three or four individuals, and I'm not going to name them, but that you would you wouldn't invite near your house, never mind to a protest. If these far-right individuals turn up, and they will, because they turn up. If you told them there was a bottle of milk after breaking down the road, they turn up and protest about it. If they turn up, uh, how do you prevent them from speaking at such an event or even being there? Because that's what will happen. It'll be hijacked by them, and then you're aligned well, how, with them. And, I mean, we've we've dealt with you over the years, Malik. You're an upstanding member of the community. You're a gentleman. You've done great work in your community. How do you prevent your reputation being tarnished by these four individuals and they will be there because there's nothing else going on in their lives. Well, uh, how well, do you- we've,
5: made, we've made our position quite clear, right? Going back to, to last Monday week, when this, uh, Monday week yeah, when this became an issue. On Tuesday, we moved our protest and we publicly disassociated ourselves from them and our people then went so are you are you saying Maliki because they will on, hear are you saying Maliki me. no
3: because they, they're going to hear this are you saying to them you, and they know who they are you know who they are we all know are you saying to those four or five people you are not welcome at our protest
5: I'm not, I'm not telling anybody that why wouldn't you say I'm that? Tell that I'm not going to tell anybody I'm not going to I'm not Doing as the government do, in, for instance, bringing in hate speech to shut down discussion. I'm not going to tell anybody whether they should protest or not, or whether they should have an opinion. I'm, let them do what they want, but they're not part of ours, And this is a side a, a, a sidetrack that people are trying to bring it down. The media is trying to marginalise the people of East Wall
1: and demonise Okay, it. Uh, uh, stay, Maliki, stay there for a second. I want to bring in Vanessa. You're on Opinions Matter. Hiya, Vanessa. How are you, bud? Uh, good, thanks Vanessa. Um, what's your view on, on these protests continuing now every Monday, Wednesday and Friday possibly blocking the port tunnels some days, blocking traffic other days uh, in order to get their point across?
2: Their point is a racist point. Uh, I hate to say it, it is a racist point and uh, um, it's the idea that we're not against uh, refugees and asylum seekers coming here, but not in my backyard, kind of thing. Um, and even you've heard, you've heard Maliki there. Um, there were elements of uh, of the National Party at your protest.
1: No, he, he knows that. Are, He's aware of that. And they,
2: no, uh, no, 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 no. Hang on. What he said was, "Oh no, we separated ourselves from them." Like, no, you did not. No, you did not. Were they Were there? there on your protest? Were you there? I've seen the pictures
6: i right. see the pictures they're so there
2: and
1: and the uh, see uh, but hang on hang on Malachi uh, a lot of these uh, individuals that we're talking about are very good at self promotion they put videos up themselves for God's sake yeah. at yeah. your protest so do you want me, me to do me? about
5: that do you want me, you know? me to start going through me? going through uh, um, well uh, uh, can and I tell saying. you
1: what you can do about that and you didn't do, you refused to do a moment ago, is you can say quite clearly that those people are not welcome at your protest. Hold on,
5: Adrian. We had our protest on Saturday. Our protest ended, and then other people had a protest. And our, the end of our protest was clearly defined by the playing of the National Anthem, and our people dispersed. You know, people are, are looking okay, at m- things m- m- out of context. Okay, out, Vanessa, I mean, we are quite d- clear. And there's not you know, much I more that they, they can do. On the, hold on. I'm the one that's put my neck on the line and saying to these people, and I'm not going down these sidetracks. The issue here is not who protests, but the fact that people feel the need to go out and protest in the first place, which is because of government policy.
1: Okay, Vanessa, they've done as much as they can do, but they can't stop people. They can't physically stop people.
5: We do. We surely live in a democracy where people have the right to protest. Okay, so uh, Vanessa wants to shut down the right to protest, do you?
2: I don't actually. Uh, no, actually, no. I am one of the actually people no. who will say, although I disagree with your protest, I don't. I would fight to defend your right to protest. That's well, not no, what I'm the saying.
5: For their, the Hang other on. People, those people you say are on the right, they have a right to protest.
2: What I'm saying, but it, it, just because you have the right to protest doesn't mean that you have the right to be free of consequences of that protest or from um, or from scrutiny. So my scrutiny is that your protest is based on a racist principle that we do not want this building used for the most vulnerable people in our society that have
5: been brought oh, over. For the, the most vulnerable country. people in our society. The most vulnerable people because in our society are the people who are living on the streets, the people who are living in... Uh, uh, in Emergency and where do you
2: think these people would be people, living if they weren't in... in where do you think these people, people who would be, be living if they weren't in The
5: people who are trying to get help for their children but it's mis- right it's their
2: it's misdirected anger. It is misdirected well, anger. Well, yes, well, Our anger is very clearly well,
5: directed. Hang on. There's no misdirection if in you are anger. going, if you are
2: going to protest, Hang on. If you're going to protest government policy, do what every other group does direct it at the government. Go to we government are directing to... it at the government. No, you're not. You're directing it at migrants. You're oh, directing it at, oh, at oh, refugees, oh, okay. at asylum seekers.
5: That's what you're directing obviously it at. Okay, uh, uh, to...
1: Vanessa, one of his complaints is, and one of the complaints of the groups in general is, that our asylum system in Ireland is being abused, is being exploited by people arriving into this country, some coming from London and places like that, and they are here literally to abuse the asylum system. Hey.
2: I I don't buy that because the statistics don't face up to that. They don't add up to that at all. Now, what I will say well, is the What statistics don't add up
5: to that? What director... don't, don't add up to that? Every How many people... All oh, right. is there a war in Bosnia? The have you
2: looked at every... Hang on. Is have you looked at every
5: passport to the Any... Well, They don't have passports coming in.
2: Hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. 40%
5: of Any... them don't have passports. That's the Department yeah. of Justice's own figure. Calm
2: yourself. 40%. Calm yourself. Anyone that comes into this country under the guise of asylum has to meet certain criteria. If they meet that certain criteria, then they're accepted for asylum and refugee status. That's what happens.
1: Okay, but Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa Vanera- hang majority, on, Vanessa, majority, Vanessa, Vanessa that whole process takes years.
5: Yes, and the majority yes. of those applicants well, fail say. in their application. Then they go and appeal. Then they look for humanitarian leave to remain. And then we give them an amnesty. So the system does not work. And I don't, how work, not I don't see anybody is allowed into this. I don't see How anybody is allowed into this country without having some identification coming into the airport? If I come into the airport and haven't got a passport, I won't be allowed through. So how is it that if I turn around and say, "Oh, I'm going to claim asylum," you're not only you're brought in, but you're brought and you're you're put into a hotel or something? All right,
1: Maliki, uh, we've kept kept you on for uh, for long enough. Your protest, as your press release states, is going to take place every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Until further oh, no. notice yeah. or until the provision centre is closed down. Yeah. Maliki Steenson, thank you very much indeed for uh, talking to us. Let's have a listen to this message that uh, came in to us from Marky. How are we down, lads? you
7: are well. Uh, actually, walk with the uh, homelessness services myself. And I have to say like the people who walk in the services are absolutely wonderful there and the people who are in the services are wonderful as well very 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 few bad seeds of any people that come into the services you know even the people who've had the hardest of lives whether they be Irish or foreign national by the way uh, have nothing bad to say about anyone depending on where they're from but what needs to be paying attention to now is the fact that what important so many foreign nationals where well, we already have a homelessness crisis in this country it's not acceptable anymore to prioritise important foreign nationals saying that they're asylum seekers saying that they're here as refugees or whatever else you can give them whatever title you like in the end of the day we're not equipped to deal with the homelessness we already have to deal with you can't go bringing in more people when we can't even deal with the issues that we have all you do is exacerbate the problems you make things at 10, 10 times worse it's just going to make things so much worse and then You have to look at the fact that we can't vet any of these individuals. We can't vet any of them. We don't know if we've murderers, rapists, serial killers. There could even be one or two. You don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Now, these might be hypotheticals. But you cannot turn around and ignore the fact that there is a high risk to this strategy. it's, it's It's not sustainable. And the European Union is responsible for that. At this point, I almost feel like England made the right decision in leaving Europe and I'm not an extremist by any means but if we don't start claiming back our borders and refusing to import these foreign nationals we're going to reach a point we're going to reach a point where the damage is done there's a there's girls going missing down the country all the time there's girls being followed around all over Dublin they, they can't even walk around safe anymore you know what I mean There was always in danger at points in time there was always rapists there was always that element of crime around but to a degree Now, it's worsening and worsening and it's going to hit fever pitch at some point. It could even create a fucking race war if it's allowed to get too bad. We have to fucking deal with these things before they get too bad. Excuse the language, but at this point, it's just a joke.
0: It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy.
1: Now, uh, Joanne, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Joanne. Hi, hey Adrian. Now, Joanne, what did you want to say on this?
0: Um, well, I, I just, my biggest question is, like, I just don't understand why it's only men. Like, where where are they all coming from? Like, you know, none of them are Ukrainian, right? Like, because we were all out for helping in the Ukrainians. And it's not that we don't want to help people, but like, why is it just troops of men coming in? Like, it. It's now, just, it, it's in that different. building, in that
1: ESB building um, that we're talking about here, I am led to believe that one of the floors is men only, but another floor is uh, families. So there are women and children in that building, we just haven't uh, seen them, or videos haven't circulated about the arrival of the me- like the one uh, with the arrival of the men, the Uh, week before last so uh, there are women and children in that building
0: But, like, is that not a bit weird that nobody's seen them or nobody's, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, apparently these women... It it, it, it it just so happens that nobody was there. not lingering around outside. Like, yesterday, I'm up Tallaway, and there's another building in Talla in Cookstown. and yesterday, hundreds of mattresses were being brought in, colour gas being installed outside. So the same thing is about to happen up in Talloway and in Klingendalkan Village. And I am... Like, where I am in Talla, I am sandwiched in between them two localities.
1: Okay, okay, let me ask you, then. What is... What's the issue here? When these people uh, arrive, and I I agree with a lot of what Maliki was saying a while ago, that uh, there there is abuse of the system here, and people are arriving into this country with the intention, not all, but with the intention of abusing our uh, good nature, basically. Now, what's the solution here, uh, Joanne? Uh, And what's the worry about Tala or Clendalkin?
0: The worry is, like, we're already in an overpopulated area where already, like, infrastructure is already down in parts of it. So now they're going to bring hundreds and hundreds of more people in Where are they going to, if there is kids and all that, where would they go, what schools are they going to put them in? What doctor surgeries are we going to place them in? And these are also, let's say, the areas where they've already got antisocial behaviour issues. So is this going to make that worse also? We also have to think of the implications of stuff like that. And also, is there, is all this stuff, are all these people being brought into centres in Docky and Malahide and all these D4s areas and stuff like that as well? Like why these areas?
1: Because they've got buildings, because they've been able so, to get places. Don't so try
0: and tell me that Malahide, Dalky, and all these places don't have empty factory units because that's where they're throwing them in now. They're also pl- plunking them into these places and just leaving them there. Like, what, what do they do all day? What are they to do? What are they to... What, what what do they do once they're put into these places? Uh,
1: exist. Just hang around. Exist, basically. It's not ideal. It is not ideal, but the fact is we're dealing with... A
0: lot of them have been actually, like, kicked out of the UK. A lot of them have been... I've, I've watched interviews with some of these people that have been actually kicked out of the UK, so they've come here because they know what they can get here for free. Now, yes, there's a lot of Irish people do that too, but... It's just, it's not on the door. Like, we've already taken on too many of the Ukrainians as is. And now, all of a sudden, we've just taken in masses of people from God knows where, for God knows what, to just leave them sitting in it. Like, they're not going to be expected to just sit in these buildings. What are they going to do all day? They're going to hang around. There's already problems in Talbot Street and in around that area where they're hanging around streets. They're causing trouble in shops they're like they're going in and you can see shop owners running out chasing them out and now like I don't know whether they're refugees or what way they're coming from but I have seen the videos of all the trouble. it's like we've become a dumping ground
1: and do you support then uh, protests like these ones that have blocked the uh, the tunnel and everything else do you support them I
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and if it means doing like the same up in Tala, I will be one of the people that joined it, yeah.
1: Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. I want to bring in some more uh, opinions on this. Our number is 085 26 This is Sinead. Just
2: a question for Maliki, if I may. Just wondering why are they not protesting at the government buildings if the issue is with the government? I mean, protesting at the ESB building directly, is serves nothing then other than to intimidate and stir up the, the refugees that are in there and making assumptions that they're all murderers rapists or whatever is just a fairly ignorant assumption to make and I mean all you're going to do is stir up an anger that may otherwise have not have been there they may have some valid points but uh, certainly not coming across very well in being outside the building um working on intimidation um of the the residents there I, I just if the issues is with the government why isn't the protest taking place at the Dáil of the government buildings
1: that's a very good question unfortunately uh Maliki's not with us anymore, but uh, it is a very good question, and if we are having this conversation again, I will definitely put that to him. Amanda, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Amanda?
6: Ah, uh, not too bad. I do have an answer for that lady if she would like my answer. I don't know. Okay, but go on. I just think I've 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 experienced different kind I'm not from East Wall I'm not from anywhere near that. I'm from Singletis and I live in Westford now. So, to first of all, to the people who were saying, first of all, when I first came on, they were saying, oh, well, it's only here and blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. No, it's not. I was homeless for three years. I know exactly what's happening. And the reason why people are so angry is because it's not only happening there, it's happening in every small community. I mean, look at Thingness, Thingness, got Mount Brown, the women's homeless shelter from Mount Brown and that was I'm not going to say anything bad about the people there but it was a very very bad place and we got them and then all of a sudden there was people robbing people's houses and blah 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 but anyway the the thing about the asylum seekers and about the nobody knowing who they are and the fact that they are all men I know that people are worried about the fact they are all men but just since last January there's been two, two well there's been more than two but there's been two guys I've known, known personally who have died on the streets of Dublin. It was the first, sorry. It was the first one that died outside of the government buildings. <laughs>
1: it was Jonathan Carey, yeah.
6: Yeah, and, um, um uh, sorry. And, um, so but, for people but, so, who so so are just
3: a, but I, sorry for cutting across here, just as you mentioned Jonathan yeah. Curry. but you're you know, I'm sure if you were a friend of Jonathan Corey's, you would realise his, his situation. Jonathan Curry was given two houses. I
6: know,
3: they, In, they want. No, no, but I'm saying Jonathan Curry was not probably not a good example because he was given two houses by his parents. Um, you know, he was he was given everything that he could be possible. Yeah, but
6: he's the most well known one, like. I know, but it's does. yeah, but he's not like, a, I mean his candle
3: was outside the government he, building. But he had two houses. He had two houses. That's that's two houses more than most people. And it's one house more than me and one house more than Adrian.
6: Yeah, well, that's very true. That's the same as me as well. I mean, as I said, I was homeless as well. But the fact of the matter is, there's Irish people. I'm, even, forget about him right now. Forget he even existed. There are Irish people dying on the streets of Dublin, getting told there's no houses for them or their families. There's kids. I've seen kids sleeping in the backs of the cars when I lived up in Dublin. And I mean, these men are just coming in, non-vetted, non-nothing, and just getting handed. Oh yeah, well, here's a tiny little apartment for yourself. Like it's it's so infuriating, and it's not fair on the people of this country. And I get what that woman was saying about all oh, going protest to the government. But well, the government won't do anything. Look okay, how I many Okay, so, so do you do you be-
1: okay? Do you believe Amanda that this is the start of a major protest in this country over oh, uh, asylum yes, seekers? Yes, I do. Yes,
6: over the home. No, not over asylum seekers. Just in particular, but over over like yes, and there is people who are out there homeless by choice or by drugs or by whatever reason. But the people who are out there homeless because the landlord sold their house or the families that are sleeping in parks because of similar reasons. Like, that—that those that, two things should be completely separate. And the fact that inside, asylum seekers are able to come into this country and nobody knows who they are, while their own people are dying on the streets, there's children sleeping outside in the freezing cold. And I mean, I know, as I said, I've been there. My son is 15 now. So he's old enough now. But back, back then, he wasn't old enough can to I can know I can, what can was I, happening.
3: Can I ask you a question there? Just um, of course you, you can, yeah. You, you, you say, fair play to you, putting your point across very well. You're saying that there's people, that there's children out sleeping in the freezing cold. Are you trying to tell me that there are actually children sleeping in tents or sleeping in, in doorways? Or are shop? you serious? Of you, course there is. But I, how come, why is there no evidence of why? this? Well I mean I can get
6: pictures If that's what people need Well like, yeah well, This is happening
3: No if it is happening It's a disgrace That it's happening But uh, People would obviously Want to see proof Because I mean There's two kinds of Homeless people in Ireland There's homeless people Who are without a home And who are living uh, In hotels and stuff like that And then there's homeless people Who are sleeping who rough Who don't have anywhere Yeah who are sl- who are sleeping rough But if you were saying that yeah. If you were saying that Somewhere tonight in Dublin There's a 10 year old Sleeping in a doorway On Grafton Street I but be- yeah, well I want to see a photograph. I'd, of it. I'd love to, I'd love to see that.
6: I can uh, well I mean I'm sure I can get you a picture of the families in tents up in the back street, uh, when the back sails up in fingers. But why are these And sh- that's not the warmest thing? No why, it's
3: But no child should be sleeping in a tent. No, absolutely not. Yeah, but nobody anyway,
6: knows any of this because nobody cares about fingers or Anywhere
1: okay, so let me let me ask you then: If there is a protest where you live about um, the housing of asylum seekers in Wexford, are you going to protest?
6: If in, yeah, because the homeless situation is the same down here. There's a lot of families that are even trying to find places in battered women's shelters that have nowhere for them. So if yes, yes, if if Wexford, like if I'm down there, Camogher, down near Garry, if anywhere down around here. Has given a load of places to a load of just random asylum seekers, and yes, of course I go and protest. I do it right now this morning. Like I do it right now this minute. All right, I, thanks, I, very I much think about it. thanks very much indeed.
1: Thanks very much for your call, uh, Amanda, and thank you all of you for your calls on this latest opinions matter podcast. As we said, those uh, protests by the East Wall Protest Committee are going to continue every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on. Until further notice or until the provision centre on e- at East Wall is shut down for good. Um, that is the demand of uh, the local residents. So it continues. And uh, like we said earlier on, uh, maybe um, people are going to be really put out uh, by these protests and the support
3: will become less and less. Time and will tell. And by the way, because I'm still in shock, okay, because. Me, personally, I don't believe that there's 10 year old sleeping in tents and in in doorways. Uh, I've never seen it. I've never seen evidence of it on social media. If you have seen it and you have evidence, please send it to us. You know how to contact us on WhatsApp, 085-825-2626. Are there actual... Because this is things that people throw... People throw out statistics all the time with nothing to back it up. Oh, there's 150,000 children sleeping rough in Dublin City Centre or something like that. I would love to see evidence of a child As in somebody under the age of 18 sleeping in a doorway or in a tent. Because if that is happening, um, something needs to be done. But I, I don't believe it's happening because I've never seen evidence of it. All
1: right. Thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow. Click the little bell icon on Spotify and you will be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. Thank you very much indeed for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.
0: Opinions matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.